Welcome everybody once again. Welcome back to Perpetual Sports Talk. This is episode two. All right. My name is Sean. And I'm Scott. Scott, it's good to be sitting here talking sports to you again, Another man. week. Another week. I've been looking forward to it all week. Yeah, yeah. It's exciting. But good, good first episode. Yeah, it was a good first episode, but you know what? My goal for today, for tonight, I would like this episode. We don't have to have we don't have to have our best discussions here. Right? No. But kick them back and you know, but they should be a little better. Of course. So that's my good. Just to have something. I don't. I don't expect something that we're not gonna. No. I don't expect something that we can't deliver. But I expect something to be, you know, just a little bit better. Yeah. Of course. Like anything. So, I think we start starting with uh, NFL. Like to start with NFL. Okay. Just going going along with goals and expectations. I would like to see Redskins fans and the Redskins media. Okay. Adapt this system Jump of right of setting goals and expectations. Oh, that's what Washington is, right? This is the running around with your head cut off, everything's on fire. Is is what people well people know, right? Okay, t- true. So, do you think that this same thing is going on in Indianapolis? Because no, no. So they're not saying have the second string Colts quarterback, and I don't even know who the second string Indianapolis quarterback is. But are they saying how no, he should have he should have started the second that's the half Washington first mentality. That's just how people think of Washington. Right. So I think Washington should maybe take a bit of a chill pill. All right. Give everybody the goals and expectations. Right. So so you need to have smart goals. Okay, the old smart, the it's oh, they God. they all stand for something. Okay, here's here, well my point is if a Redskins fan went into Monday night expecting to beat the Steelers but That's a silly even, Redskins fan. Not even win, but play well. And they didn't play, even play well. Play well, and that's what I was getting to. I'm glad you said that because that would be a that would be a smart goal to have. See a see a good game. Sure. And what didn't they do well? What what to you? What bothered you the most? Discipline. Discipline. Penalties. Penalties. Yeah, they were starting every drive. First and fifteen. First and twenty. And and that hurts everything. Um, I do. Want to make a point to that game, and this happens probably a few times in every NFL game. Um, but it was when the score was six nothing. I believe it was in the second quarter. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. In Sixteen. Quarter, what was it? It was six nothing. Six nothing skins. Yeah, yeah. Early in the game, um, Big Ben drops back. They're like on their. They're like close to midfield, give or take ten yards. Um, the ball is stripped. Kerrigan scoops it up. Yeah, Kerrigan, yeah. And he gets stripped. Mm-hmm. Well, he should have just... He should have just fell on it. <clears throat> Correct. Right. But I think Pouncey stripped him. I burped, dude. Sorry about that. <laughs> I just realized how close I was. <laughs> <laughs> but he should have just fell on it. And I think that would have been a huge turning point. It's for sure. Because the Redskins would have had their ball in Steelers territory. They put up another score, whether it's a field goal or a touchdown. It's a two uh, two possession game. Yeah, I think but the whole dynamic changes there. F- fair enough, but I, I mean, have a point to this this question. So you do, you do. Well, no, I don't. I was, I mean, I was just figuring that we can. What do you, what stands out to you? You got Captain Kirk's numbers. You got well, Big Ben's numbers. You got the run game. You got the cornerback play. You got the linebacker play. 
You got well. I think you said it was discipline, and it's weird the guys who committed penalties. The center Lichtensteiger, you're the guy with the ball. He had two false starts. How do you have two false starts as the center? The what are you wiggling? What are you wiggling the ball for? Matt freaking Jones had a false start yeah, in the backfield. How is that even appropriate? So, yeah, he didn't. I mean, Matt Jones, I don't know, 30, 30-something yards, um, 40-something yards. Uh, Chris Thompson ended up having more yards than Matt Jones. A running and back it, is only as good as the offensive line, I think. Running backs nowadays are a dime a dozen. Um, just if you have an offensive line, you can get – Four or five yards of carry. I think well then Lichtensteiger needs to. I don't know. I, I don't like him. I don't like him right in the middle. I think he has horrible <laughs> discipline. I just. I think like you said, discipline. Okay. Um. However, I don't like everybody riding Kirk too. Well, on on Tuesday morning, I heard listening on the radio two different people saying they needed to bench Kirk Cousins in no, the no in way. in the in the second half, and I'm thinking, what are the, that exactly? He didn't play. I mean. I mean, he didn't play as well as he probably could have. He certainly didn't. He didn't play like he did the last nine games of last season. But he was facing the Steelers. And that's what I was talking about, having a reasonable goal. Like, that's that's a Super Bowl caliber, caliber team right there. Yeah. I mean, they're, they, they very well might be in the Super Bowl. They got Hall of Famers sprinkled throughout that throughout that team. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, what? what but hold on. Because I think we're missing the big story here. What's the big story? Of, of the Skins game is Josh Norman. His first game with the Skins. Mm. Do you know, you know where I'm getting with this? I think so. Um, the controversy about how he's the best wide, best cornerback in the game and how Victor Cruz has called him out that he's got to guard the other team's best receiver. Which he didn't. Which he took a lot of heat for. And then but, Breland ended up getting burnt and then he got thrown under the bus. Breland did have then, a pick. I mean, he did have a pick, but yeah. Uh, but that's just not the way the Skins' defense was set up, is that Josh Norman was going to be on one side and Breland was going to be on one side I for the whole it. game. I think everybody's just trying to play the blame game. You know, here, here's what I think is silly about Victor Cruz, though. Does Victor Cruz have any room to talk about anything? He played the first down oh, of football in two here. years. I don't think he. I don't think he's allowed to say anything. He had four catches and a touchdown. He had a heck of a game against the Cowboys. Woohoo! We beat up <laughs> on, you know, the, the rookie captain. All right, we're back. Um, I think we finished up. We touched on a lot of the skins issues and and all that coming up. Um, we'll talk about their upcoming game, I think, a little bit later um, in the weekend appetizer. But we'll move around, going around the NFL. Um, we got the Jets and Bills tonight. Uh, who are you liking that one? The Jets. Okay. I got Matt Forte on my fantasy team. I just need him to have a really big uh, night. Talk about fantasy. Um, no, we don't have to talk about fantasy, but... I don't know. I just don't think Rex Grossman just can't is, is not going to be able to. Rex Grossman isn't that Rex Grossman? Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan's not oh going to be able to beat his. Well, we were talking about the skins, dude. Bad memories. Well, bad memories. Rex Ryan isn't going to be able to beat the former team. 
That was pretty bad. Though. That was tough. Yeah, give me one. Any, anyway, yeah, we're good. How about this stat? The Jets in the past five games against the Bills are zero and five. They're due. So that's I didn't you know, know that you're stat. Playing, actually, you're playing the you're playing the they're due baseball statistic. I did not know that stat. They're playing in Buffalo. Rex Ryan is not good against the Bills historically. Or I'm sorry, against the Jets. He was the Jets he for a while. He was the Jets. I'm getting confused on my. On That's because I I because I I messed yeah, you up so with you the Grossman. One. Oh, okay. Well, how about one. this? I know you like this guy. Give me give it uh, uh, Fitzpatrick. I like him. Yeah. Yeah. So, Harvard, Harvard guy. So his twelfth year, he's a hardy vet. Um, I think he can get him in the playoffs. I think the Jets could be a sneaking playoff team. Um, I know Zach would like hearing that right now, um, but they're, they're sneaky, and I don't think Patrick is going to be a top ten quarterback. But he'll do his job, and he'll put him in position to win. Uh, they're going to win in other ways, but I, I like his uh, his demeanor and his uh, his attitude. So sure. He'll have Brandon Marshall to throw two out there. Yeah. I'm sure he'll. I mean, I mean they'll they'll put up some points. They got Matt Forte. Let's hope. <laughs> you know, a lot of a lot of yards, a couple TDs. Uh, Brandon Marshall to throw two downfield. Um, Fitzpatrick certainly has the arm for. I think he has the smarts. But you know, yeah. I, Ivy League man. Yeah, I, I like the Jets in that one. You know, stats 0 and five. I, I, I don't know. I'm I'm taking the Jets. I think the old uh, red all solid red unis aren't gonna aren't gonna phase them at all. Okay. I think there's there's a few more headlines I think we need to hit um, going around the NFL. Um, I think one is the Rams' return to LA was absolutely horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, disgraceful. Mm-hmm. I didn't even watch the game. It was embarrassing. How, just, yeah, it was too dang late at night. Who's watching that game other than people on the West, the West Coast? Coast that's, what, that's who care about it. But how bad are the Rams? Come on, man. Yeah, they only threw for, on. I don't know, 150 yards or something like that. It was they put up a goose egg, right? They were shut out. Oh, yeah, 28 nothing. 28, 28 zippy. And your boy got some garbage time. Kaepernick. Oh yeah, he got yeah, some. He got boy. some garbage time. It was that bad in prime time Monday night. Two really bad football games Monday night. <laughs> Horrible double header. Yeah, yeah. And how, how long do you think it's going to be till we see Jared Goff in the field? Do we think we'll see him at all this season? So he wasn't even dressed last game. No, he, he was no, in no, he, scratch. Right. So he he wasn't even dressed. Uh, he's sitting right now. Isn't he the third string? He's behind another guy. Oh yeah, he's the third string. I, I don't even know who he's behind. Um, but I he, think he's got to get a chance this year. He's the number one pick. He is the number one pick, but Fisher's had a had a history of sitting quarterbacks um, that are top picks. Well, I mean, let's look at top picks who were rushed in to a starting job and then like crap down their leg. RG3. RG3 <laughs> is just going to stand out right there. Should we segue into that disaster? RG3. Should we come back to Goff? Let's. Let's come back to golf. RG3 is going to make the best 30 for 30 in the entire world. (laughs) What's it going to be called? I've been dying to ask you this all day. What's it going to be called? You put me on the spot there. I had to think about that one. Oh, my God. You're right, though. It's going gonna, it's gonna to start gonna with his time so in college. Bad. And it's going to... It's going to be his parents. It's going to be his childhood growing up. It's it's going to be... Ha- you know what it's going to have? It's going to have some <laughs> awesome RG3 quotes, such as... Uh, no pressure. 
pressure, no diamonds. No pressure, no diamonds. <laughs> no <laughs> pressure, no diamonds. Too much pressure just broke diamond. that guy's shoulder. He, there was a legitimate debate in the 2012 NFL draft between him and Andrew Luck. There was a legitimate people saying that he should be drafted. That's funny, actually. That's really funny looking back that whoever, far. Whoever, I should go back, and whoever said that on ESPN should be fired. <laughs> well, that is well at the time. But but again, that's, so, you know, he looked good, man. He In was 2012, uh, he won the what, rookie of the year that year? He did. He absolutely did. Went to, I mean, you know, took took the skins to the to the to the first round of the playoffs. Got bounced, of course, but that's a normal I'm laughing in normal DC to stop fashion. From crying, but I was never a huge RG three fan. No, no, no. It made a it made a it made another. So his play, his playing on uh, Sunday made another rookie quarterback look really good. Wentz, Carson Wentz, yeah, solid. Hey, you know, he's a. Where, where Granted, it, of, it is the Browns' defense, but you know he's break him in a little bit. You know, I I think he can do well. Uh, hopefully he, hopefully he doesn't. You know, considering they're playing the NFL East or NFC East. I'm sorry, um, NFL East. Rex Grossman. <laughs> we each have a few here. Getting nice and warm. Um. But yeah, um. So RG three. Thirty for thirty, yeah. So Wentz, and you got the what? So what? Okay, just it's just RG three. What's what's the thirty for thirty going to be called? Ah, you put me on the spot there, dude. Come on, just top of your head. RG's knee. Because RG's knee. There you go. There See, is. now we're getting somewhere. Because all thirty for thirties have those, you know, RG's little Achilles knee. RG's Achilles. RG her R, RG injury. I don't I mean, know. It's something like that. Because so that's playing on words. Well, because I mean, think about the. I mean, think about the awesome. No yeah. pressure, no diamonds. Well, okay. So, ooh, getting into one of his sayings. I what like was that. that. What was that quote he put on the? Uh, he put on his locker as he was leaving Skins. Uh, skins facilities. Was it this one? No pressure, no diamonds. Was it that one? I'm just gonna be playing that one all night, dude. <laughs> playing it all night. Um, all right. So RG three no because all of them have funny all of them have cool little names all of them have you don't know Bo the, the Trojan War I like RG's knee Robert tore his Achilles like or not, Griffin his the like six times. Robert Griffin the hurt and he hasn't learned it all either it's it's weird mm. it's weird I had a friend all American track star because he Falling he's from, from he's from he lived in Ashburn in his time um, with the Redskins I had a friend. Who, who got a picture with him while he was at Harris Teeter. And a nice guy, he was approachable and all that. He took his picture, he signed his he signed a piece of paper, and he moved on. But my friend, it stuck with him because he was like, when I met him, he wasn't doing anything. He wasn't shopping. He wasn't um, waiting for a ride. He was sitting inside. And he was almost waiting for people to come up to him and recognize him. Mm. Now, what does that say? You know, that, that says a few different things, I think. And that says something about his ego. Right. You know, he's wanting attention. Right. He For wants sure. people to recognize him. For instead sure. Instead of just getting out of the limelight or getting in the store and getting out, you know, like most NFL recognizable players would. Yeah. I think that went a long way. And maybe I just had a, I have a bad impression from that. Um, but that was that's just an interesting little tidbit that, that you don't see on SportsCenter. Right. 
Right, that's a person. And it's funny, you know, I just feel like Cleveland's going through the same thing that the D.C. area was going through. You You know what I mean? Three years ago. As far as being strung along and all the weird RG3 interviews. has had 25 quarterbacks since, what, 2003, I believe? 25? 25 now. What if RG3 doesn't start this weekend? RG3. Which he won't. We got... We got got Johnny Manziel. Which... Name him. Which he is taking class again at Texas A&M. Oh, get out of here. He's taking online class. Well, you know what his major is? His major is like health and tourism. It's like it's like event tourism, yeah. like event planning really or something. Good at that. Yeah, You're real good at that. Good luck to you. How much cocaine Johnny. should you oh, bring geez. to your next event? Whew. Johnny Manziel. Wow. Uh. <laughs> Blast him. No. Guy. Too much. Blast him. Too much. Eh. Right in the pocket. Right in the pocket to, to uh, okay. So well, Manzel, on the <laughs> off chance you're listening, I apologize. What? No. Okay. Where are we going to go? We going? Uh, we still sticking with the NFL? Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think left. You want to talk about in the NFL? Uh, do you mind if I go back to the skins? You gonna okay? Well, sure. it's not really. It's kind of a cheese to go back to the skins. It's going back to Pittsburgh. Let's talk about that. Let's Army see. Ranger. Army Ranger, a, a, a give, lineman. Give some, give some background. Okay, so so a lineman for the Pittsburgh for the Pittsburgh Steelers graduated West Point mm-hmm. in 2010? 2009, 2010? One of those, yeah. He was a wide receiver and then he went to go on he he, he went on to be an Army Ranger, which that's not I mean that's not any normal I mean that's just not right. That's 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 not equivalent to. I mean, you know more than I do. That's not a special ops thing, but that's like you are wow. a you're a badass. He's in it. Yeah. You're a badass he's if in if you're an army ranger. And this guy's six. He's six nine. He was a wide receiver at West Point, and he never gave up on his dream of being an NFL player. Um, and he's and it's not like he's some slappy you know special teams run down the no, field. No, he's, he's a starting. He's a starting. What's uh, amazing to me is he was a wide receiver. In college, I remember. I, I remember watching Army games. He was sl- they would never throw the ball, but I mean, in red zone situations, he he get a he get a look, he get a target in the red zone. They throw it up to him. Um, I thought that was. I mean, he was touted as the tallest receiver in college. Um, good guy. I mean, like all guys from service academies and all that. Good head on his shoulders. Tough guy. I mean, and you like to see those guys succeed. You just root for them, whether it's a Navy guy, Army guy. For sure. Those guys, um, any of them make it to the NFL, um, more power to you. Um, but he played a bunch of different positions in, in college. He ended up a wide receiver. So um, so we haven't even said the poor guy's name, Alejandro Villanueva. Yeah. Yeah. We don't even know who we're talking about. But, yeah, so I'll have, so, so, so go look him up. And did I get it right? Did I say defensive lineman? Did I mean he's, he's, he's an old lineman? Did I say offensive? He's okay. a left tackle. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, so anyway, he yeah, he's an important spot. It's Amazing. not just – I mean, it's not just – More power to the guy. You know, it's not just he's going out and, and running down the field. He's He's got a starting really important – Important role, but with, obviously at West Point he was sort of a slender guy. He was six nine, and yeah, that he's a he's dude. He's beefy. a beefy, beefy. He's a beefy guy. Yeah. But they showed a picture of him in his. Uh, looked like he was in a tent, uh, you know, overseas somewhere, and it's just cool. That's you know really get really have to appreciate something like that. Whatever happened to uh, the uh, Navy quarterback last year? 
What's, what's he up to? Keenan Reynolds. Yeah, what's he doing now? He is with, for some reason, I thought he was with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, did he get a waiver? Because he's he did. Yeah, he did. Of course, he did. Um, there, there's another, there's another Navy, uh, former Navy player who's currently, currently in the NFL, long snapper for the New England Patriots. Good for him. Long snapper. Yeah. So, so whenever you see the, <laughs> so whenever what, you, what was that? I don't for? know. It's, you know, do I just, it's the NFL, man. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Baltimore. Oh, release. Okay, so release from the Ravens. Final team cuts. He was signed. So okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Ravens practice squad. Good for him. He'll succeed. He'll do all right. Yeah, he'll be. Uh, he'll be good. But like, but like you said, it's good. Uh, it's good seeing those guys. I think, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good seeing those guys succeed. Wrapping up the NFL. Really, do we even want to touch on Kaepernick? Or is that dead? Can we, can we put that to bed so that's the last thing we... Uh... Well, we did have some more development. We had some new development with other professional athletes talking about it. Okay. All right. I don't need to talk about it. Hey, it's a good segue into the next segment. I know I know who you're going with. I hate to give this guy the, the airwaves here and, and people's attention because that's what exactly what he wants, but... We can talk about it because it's a big story. I think people need to know. Okay, fair enough. I mean, it is it is all just a me, me, me stunt. You think so? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's a it's a me, me, me. Look at me. Look at me. What co- like? What are you like? What what are you going out and getting your hands dirty and stuff? Are you actually? I think his intentions are in the wrong spot, and it's dicey. And everybody has an opinion on that. And I don't think my opinion is is too uh, by the book or hard. Um, but I disagree with him, like a lot of people. And I also see where he's uh, where he's coming from because there is problems in the country, and I respect his his right to do what he's doing. Um, but I don't think he used it as as a good his demeanor as an athlete as a good way to portray what he's trying to say. Um, I also don't think Brandon Marshall, who is a Broncos linebacker, he met, apparently he met with the police chief of Denver for an hour the other day to talk about how to fix the problems. I don't think the Denver Broncos linebacker has the answers to this situation. He doesn't have the ethos. No, I, I think... The Denver police chief is just like, really? Like, we're trying here. I don't think Brandon Marshall is going to tell him anything. Right. That he doesn't already know. No way, Brandon Marshall. I never would have thought of that. (laughs) Come on, this is this guy's job. He understands. Right. But again, just being a professional athlete is you have a stage. But you know what? You know, so did you hear that it's getting a. So apparently, high school athletes now are are pulling the cap. I did not know that. Let's do the cap. You know what's weird? The Tim Tebow. Remember the Tim Tebow from a couple years ago? The knee and the praying? Yeah. If we if we call the cap a dance, it's going to look awfully similar to doing the... T- Remember oh, Tebowing? Yeah. Capping? They, they're, the physical <laughs> move is actually exactly the same. 
However, whew, boy is the meaning different. Against the national anthem. Versus praying. All I'm saying is the it's the you know it's the it's the physical act of you know taking taking a knee. Yeah, but I I don't agree with it. I think it's I think it's a me 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 stunt. I think it'll be gone in in a couple weeks. Um, so. I I do think it's a little troubling that it's going down to 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 high school athletes, but whatever. So that was a, a little soundbite from Dave Sweeney, who, if you don't know who he is, Sean, he's the Clemson football coach. Um, Thanks, God. <laughs> Maybe I should have one of the say coach of the year. Shawnee doesn't know. <laughs> he's the he's the coach of the year, I believe, a few years ago. Um, I think he comes from a great, great background. I think he says the. Right things. He has an eight-minute clip where he just talks about Kaepernick and his beliefs and what he was going to do with his team. Um, he talks about Martin Luther King Jr., which is what do you know, say about Martin? Luther King? No, he was the best leader. He called him the best leader that's ever lived. Mm. Um, how he did it through nonviolence in a non-disrespectful way. Um, he didn't get in people's face and everything like that. Um, he was he's a he's a family man, he's a god man. Um it's the way he put it was exactly right. Um there are people on each side. Trent Dilfer was a little extreme in his comments, and there's people on the other side that are a little extreme that are sitting down for the national anthem, which I think is, is too much. Um but both ways you put it, I don't think it's a it's a as big a deal as people are talking about, if you don't want to um, listen to the national anthem and respect the national anthem, you should go in the locker room and sit in the locker room. I think that's a good median. Just don't listen to it. Right. Well, because, again, that takes the attention off yourself. Right. So you just go and you don't listen to it. Nobody pays attention to you. But if you want to be out there and respect the flag and respect mm-hmm. what this country stands for, then go stand out there and put your hand over your heart. Sure. Um I think that's important, but mm-hmm. I think that's a that's a long segue for a short little bit that we shouldn't really not give any time to. Um, moving on, I think we should move on here. Where are we going? What do you think? Take us there. I'm I'm cool with that. I think we go with our bread and butter. We always talk about it's the MLB, the ML bread and butter, ML bread and butter, MLB and B. Let's do it. I think we should talk about the Nats. Okay. Um, a little bit about the playoff race. Yeah. Um, the NL and AL, I think both are are great right now. Um, yeah. you wanna you wanna lead us lead us off here? Well, I was gonna. Le- I would like to start with the Nats. Let's do it. Let's talk about them. Okay. Where, where do you want to go? No. So, well, the Nats. So, so their magic number is seven. They if they seven. if they if they win seven more games, it's automatically. Uh, they're in the playoffs. But I, you know, last week we talked about it. I don't think there was any doubt. Um, last night, Tanner Roark just threw another oh, gem, goodness. seven innings, and I'll tell you what, that guy, you know, coming off, I mean, he was, he, he was pitching in the minor leagues last season. 
I mean, he wasn't. He really wasn't given too many opportunities. The opportunities that he had this season, he's really taken advantage. Tanner Roark isn't the NL Comeback Player of the Year. There's something wrong with the system. Sure. I mean, his stats just jump off the page, and he should almost be considered for NL Cy Young. And I know that's a topic we can get into later. Um, we can get into it right now. Let's. Oh, let me get a stat for you. Roark throwing seven innings of scoreless ball last night. Right. That's nine times this season. Mm-hmm. He's tossed seven or more shutout innings. Jake Arrieta's thrown seven games of seven innings or more, no or no run ball. But Tanner Roker's two games ahead of that. Yeah. He's something else, man. I mean, him and Scherzer are going to be a punch in the playoffs. Yeah, and they just compete. I mean, they, I mean Scherzer is the competitor, but Tanner's not too far behind him. I think Tanner actually leads uh, Mad Max in in ERA. Yeah, Mad Max threw through some pretty uh, close. Two point seven five Tanner, and then Scherzer two point seven eight. But uh, yeah, sure. I mean Scherzer is prone to the long ball. He's in the first half out. of the year, especially he got Ma- hit pretty hard. Yeah, he 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 misses He's high at times, around. but but as far as consistency goes, I mean, how could you ask? I mean. Could you ask even more at a, at a, at a your? I don't even want to say your one and two. It was to start. It was your one and four, one and five. Yeah. Uh, but That's yeah, just he, how baseball goes. This is how you do it. This is how it is. But he has been he has been really impressive. And I mean, they're gonna win the they're gonna win the NL East. Uh, so something a little more. Well, just I don't want to say more interesting because that I mean because that's heck of a story. Yeah. But. Just talking about the AL East. Okay. So I read an article on on MLB.com, and it was it was exploring the situations uh, if a tiebreaker is needed in in the AL East. Which you you want to know something? It's looking like that. It's it's looking like it might be needed. Well, okay. Are you gonna are you gonna ask me what I think a tiebreaker is? Or what is something is it gonna be? Is it gonna be a quiz? Do I have to? No. No, I was I was maybe I was maybe thinking we could play around with the idea of coming up with like fun, entertaining from a couple of baseball puritans who I don't even like the whole two wild card thing to begin with. But you know, if we're gonna make something a joke like one game deciding who's the wild card, let's just go all out and say, hey, let's have a home run derby decide who the other. Let's have the let's have the bullpen pitchers compete in a home run derby. And see, and whoever comes out on top, yeah, there's your wild card because that's no better than a one game playoff. Hey, those get ratings. Those games get ratings. Whatever, they're right. stupid. You don't. You play one guy. You don't play the whole team in Baseball's a one game not playoff. A one game sport. Exactly. That's why it should just the, the old wild card system was was just fine. However, so the playoff tiebreaker. Okay. If there's a if there's a if if the Red Sox, the Baltimore Orioles, um, and the Blue Jays are tied. At the end of the season, what they do is they go into an A team plays the B team. The winner of that game will play the C team. Yeah. The winner of that game is the AL champion. So you're asking yourself, well, how the heck do you decide who's the A team, who's the B team, who's the C team? You take. Is this for the wild card or the division? This is for the division. Okay. Okay, so Sounds you take like head your to head. So, right. So, well, yeah, they take the division record. Who won more games? Division record. Yeah, who won more games in the AL East? Good to know. Right, and then they essentially it's like a draft. It's so whoever whoever had the best record they get to pick. I want to be 
A, I want to be the B, I want to be the C. Which, obviously, if you have first pick, do you want to play two games or one game? You want to play one game. Um, however, the catch is, if you're that A team, A team playing the B team, winner of that, plays the C team. If you're the A team, this just stay with me. If you're the A team, you get home field for both games. So let's say you're the A team, you beat the B team. C team has to come to your house to play. So you get you got to play two games, but you play it you play it in your own stadium. This is only if none of if, them are wild cards. Right. And then and then theoretically, well, one of those teams will be bumped down to the yeah. wild card, which means that there's going to be some poor schlubs like the Detroit Tigers thinking, "That we're in. That we're out." You know what I mean? They're gone. <laughs> Wow. But it was just it was crazy to me because I'm reading this article and I'm thinking like how how stupid can the playoffs when's, get? When's the last time that's happened? Don't talk about playoffs. I just had to throw it in there. I just had that's to throw happened. it in there. But it sounded like when's the, the last time that's ever happened? You ever that I don't I don't know. I I did not look that one up. However, it were, it reminded me of did you you ever see the movie Friday Night Lights? The football, the high school football movie. Yeah, I did. So there's there's a three way tie for for someone to go to the state championship of Texas, and they flip a coin. They might as well. Hey, let's everybody let's sell tickets to our uh, to our coin flip. So that's what I was thinking. What crazy way? Again, uh, bullpen uh, home run derby. Hey, eh? sell some of those tickets. Yeah, yeah. I'd go see Zach Britton take some hacks. Yeah, fair enough. Um. But but the Orioles, I don't know. The Orioles are in a good spot to go take the division. They just took uh, they just took two out of th- they just took two out of three uh, versus Boston, um, and they play the Braves uh, tonight uh, tomorrow. I'm sorry, the Braves. Braves. Gee, I'm sorry. The Nats are playing the Braves. They play the Rays. I'm sorry. The Orioles are playing the Rays uh, tonight, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday. And this season they're eleven and four against the Rays, so it's a good it's a good team to beat up on a little bit. Gotcha. It's a good team to yeah. get some W's and to hopefully get up top of there's the. A, there's of the a realistic East. chance only one team comes out of the AL East, though. With you mean like with Detroit knocking yeah. on the wild card door yeah. and. Yeah, yeah, I mean there's there's a lot of there's a lot of change that's going on up there, and I mean. It's. I think if I'm gonna be honest with you, I know you're an Orioles fan. I think the Orioles. Yeah, I'm a Nats fan, baseball fan. But I think the Orioles are the the... worst team out of Boston, Toronto, and the Orioles. Why? Just on paper, pitching, just pitching, hitting. I think the I think the Orioles only have one legitimate starter that, and they also play eight in a game. So there you go. Um. Okay, fair enough. I mean, they have they well, first part of the season they had a dominant bullpen with with Brad Brock putting up unrealistic numbers, um, and well, then you have Zach Britton. Yeah, right that's, there. What, that's what I mean. Eight inning games. Yeah. Um, but Zach Britton actually just just got his forty third save last night. He's forty three for forty three. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna I was Let's gonna ask I, I was gonna ask is he is he a possible candidate for the Absolutely. Cy Young? Absolutely. Pretty who else, cool. Who else in the AL? Porcello? No. Who? Yeah, I mean that. So he has twenty. Well, it depends. It depends on what are your what are your top stats to be considered for for Cy Young. I'll tell you what's not is not important really. Don't. I, mean, I hope you're not going to go ahead. 
wins and losses. Dan, why, Scott? You're you're going along with the sabermetric bull. Not important. Why not? I think you can look at it. It's great if a guy goes 24, 25. Yeah. Great. And some of the great. Doesn't mean anything. Yes, Scott. Yes, it does. It Doesn't absolutely mean means something. Anything. It's because you're you're a pitcher who your team can rally by. Sure, it's unfortunate when you throw a gem, but you know those, what? That happens. Those are mutually exclusive. That happens to all pitchers, and you want to know something else that all pitchers do is that they is that they have a horrible game and they're missing spots. The last five innings, they give up five earned runs, but then but then their guys put up you know seven or eight because that happens too. It evens out. Yeah, that's. That's kind of my point. Wins and losses absolutely should be considered. They're considered. Everything is considered. I think but it's one of the top one of the things that should be considered. Oh, oh, oh. oh ERA, WHIP, um, batting average against uh, wins and losses, strikeouts, wins and strikeouts losses, strikeouts to walks ratio. Uh, well, so here, so here's my question: Do innings pitched mattered? Do it does yeah, any pitch cons- mess? That's definitely considered. I think the longer you can go in a game, the, the better you are. I think that reflects a good pitcher. Sure, but wins and losses don't. No, because oh my god, that's that's is the sabermetrics bullcrap. Is mutually exclusive from your pitcher. Whatever. You're also the guy that puts your glove in the same spot, puts your hat in the same spot, puts your piece of gum on top of your hat brim, superstitious, and turn your rally caps on. You can no. still throw a bad game and get a win. I think it evens out to where you should it's be. You this, should be getting more. You should be getting more wins and lo- it's. It should be that's considered. That's exactly what I'm saying. It should be considered. You can no, throw you're a bad saying game and get a win. You're saying it's more favored than you can throw a great game like a Cy Young pitcher would and get a loss. Yeah, but so they cancel out. Therefore, the win should be the, the win should happen more. That depends on your team. If you have a great hitting team, you can let up five runs a game and be twenty and five. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Who says? I mean, that would be an amazing offense, granted. You'd have the, the best offense in the entire world, but you could have a four ERA and win 20 games. You're not mm. the Cy Young. You have a four ERA. Yeah, but see, you're not winning 20 games with a four ERA. It just, it just doesn't work it's, like that. No, so we're could. okay. We're No, you couldn't. You couldn't. Baseball doesn't work like that, and you oh, know. Oh, you're a superstitious guy. No, I'm not a superstitious guy. I'm just taking. I'm not into the whole sabermetric bowl. Anyway, all I wanted to ask was: Is the innings pitch going to affect Zach Britton in the no, Cy Young? No, 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 because he's considered as a closer. I mean, that he's one of the premier guys right now. It's fi- so okay. So it's 55 innings versus oh, Chris Sale, two hundred and one. He's considered a closer. Yeah, but it's what's still his batting the best. average against? What's his strikeout to walk ratio? It's it's still the best what's his pitcher whip? though. You're not you're not facing as many hitters. Walks hits versus innings pitched. Play. Walks hits versus innings pitched is a lot different when your innings pitch is is a fraction of some starters. So you a don't fraction. think Zach Britton should get the side out? I, I don't think he will. I would love to see that as a fan. Yeah. I think he should be up there. Um, I w- I, I, I'll just say I'll be surprised if he does. Now, it hasn't happened since 2003, uh, by the way. Who? L.A. Oh. Dodgers, Eric Gagne. Gagne. Which is wow, weird because was... because when I ask you, who do you think the last closer was to Mariano win? Rivera. Yeah, of course, Mo. But no, no, I know I know that 
I know he's never won a Cy Young. Right, but but that's who you go to, especially but when you think O three best closer in, in the entire game. Was so Rivera. so Eric Gagne, uh, he went fifty five for fifty five in saves. What's Britain right now? 46? Four, 43. 43. 43 for forty three. So he needs twelve more. That's gonna um, be tough. Which is a yeah, which is a lot with only with only half of September left. But I think it's a cool. I think it's something interesting to talk about. Uh, they're playing the Rays right now, which hopefully they won't need them anyway. I know that sounds bad, but I would just like to go four zero against the Rays and really gain some ground against uh, uh, the Boston Red Sox. Okay. All right. I think we need to loop back around, um, circle back, and circle back, and. Touch on the Nats again. Clean up, clean up the MLB. Um, give give us our bread and butter with the Nats, and then we'll move on, uh, talk some college football, and we'll get you guys out of here. Um, the Nationals again are a lock. Um, looking ahead at the playoff picture, though, for as a, from a Nationals fan standpoint and just Nationals overall, um, there's a three-team race. In the NL wild card right now, um, Giants are leading it because they they blew their lead to the Dodgers. Worst worst record in Major League Baseball since right. the All Star break. All right, so them they're on a downward spiral. The Mets are in second right now, mm-hmm. and the Cardinals are I think are a half game back. Now, as a Nationals fan, dirty dirty birds those cards. I get a little my hair stands up. Thinking about playing the Cardinals in the playoffs mm-hmm. at any point in the playoffs, mm-hmm. it's probably going to be the NLCS. Um, yeah, but that does not make me happy. Mm-hmm. I would much rather see the Mets and get the division rivals and the Seven Nation Army or whatever they call themselves than the freaking Cardinals. Yeah. I don't know about you. That's assuming that the Cardinals could make it past the Cubs. That is true. But I, you know I just I mean? don't even want to see the Cardinals in the playoffs. No. Oh, oh, I agree. Cardinals and Giants are in it every single year, and it just there's something about it. And I can Scott, just feel them. And if we're doing this mathematics correct, it's the Giants' year, dude. What do you mean it's the Giants? What do you, what do you, what do you, you keep saying that? 2012. Okay. Giants World Series plus two. 2014 Giants World Series plus two. <gasps> 2016. Oh my God. San Francisco Giants, know, but they're really, really bad. They're well, they're on a downward what spiral. Happened, they didn't like. No, they just they just suck at playing baseball now. No, that just doesn't happen. But no, you're right. Those those dirty dirty birds from from St. Louis. I love. I don't want to see them either. Playing the Mets though. If I could play the Mets. This season, it would be awesome. Yeah, for sure. Daniel Murphy. For sure. Maybe. Whew. And I feel like the, I mean, the Nats just own the Mets this year. Big this time. year. Big this time year, on the yeah. Mets. Yeah. I mean, how many bags did they steal against Noah Syndergaard? <sighs> He's so slow like to play. Like a dozen in a game. <laughs> I mean, like a lot. Yeah. yeah. Turner Daniel Murphy just... hit over 400 against the Mets. He had seven home runs and 21 RBIs. Against one team alone, and a, and he gets a standing ovation at Citizen Bank, it, does he not? It's it, what? No, it's MetLife. No, not MetLife. Oh my god, MetLife is Jets. City, it's City, City, City Field, City Field, Citizen Bank, Citizen Bank. 
Yeah, City Field. City Field. He gets a standing ovation. I forget the name when they freaking. I always want to say Shane Murphy. I mean, that's another conversation talking about MVP, but I don't think we have enough time. Um, get this situation. All right, with Daniel Murphy against the Mets. Well, let me paint you a picture. All right, two on. All right, or two outs. I'm sorry, two outs. There's a man on second. All right, Nationals. I think Worth is on second. Um, zero zero game. Right. The Mets intentionally walk Daniel Murphy to to put a force on, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Two outs to get to Bryce Harper, the guy that had one of the best years ever in the history of baseball last year. Yeah, in 2015. Right. They intentionally walk him. Harper strikes out looking. Mm. Like, what is going on there? Like that's that's amazing to me. They walk Daniel Murphy to get to Bryce Harper. Yep. I mean times change oh. in less than a year. I'll drink I'll drink to that. Bryce Harper's <laughs> hitting two two forty seven. Something. He's not but I mean I mean that's Bryce Harper though. He might have you think he's a two forty seven career hitter? I think I think he's huh. a, I think he's an average baseball player, Scott. Average? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I think he's gonna I think average. Mm-hmm. I think that I think this is what he is. I don't think he listens to guys at the. Pl- I don't think he listens because he just hacks at. It's why He's Mookie Betts. It's He's mm, no. So many times. It's why it's why Mookie Betts is such a is such a great hitter is that he knows that he owns the inside half. He doesn't even bother to swing at the at pitchers at pitches on the outer half of the plate. Whereas Bryce Harper, how many times have you have you seen him just swing and miss by what seems like a foot? Bryce Harper had a year last year. That was comparable to Babe Ruth. Ungodly. Ungodly. What, but what do you say? I don't think that's going to happen again. I think this is what Bryce Harper is. Maybe it's not going to happen again because that's a once-in-a-lifetime thing, but I think he's above a 290, 300 th- I think he's going to be an all-star every year because he's just because the stupid fan vote oh. and Bryce Harper. I think this is what we can expect. I get, hey, man, goals. Just gets just, my goat. DC, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to, but I think this is, I think this is Bryce Harper. All right, I think that's all that needs to be said. I don't mean to like you're the one who set it up for it with your him punching out. I'm just responding to it. I think he's better. I think he's better than that. I think he's a lot better. Eh, I don't know. I I think he gets to him, and he doesn't listen to anybody. Oh Oh boy. Well, all right. Before you get all H and H over there, all hot and horny, let's just uh, yeah, let's keep it moving here. Where do we want to go now? College football. I mean, that's the only thing we got left on the agenda. Okay. Um, There's some. uh, do you want to talk about last weekend? Well, yeah. Let's just talk about last weekend sure, before we get into this weekend. weekend. We'll be we'll be two or three minutes talking cool. about last weekend. So last weekend was one of those weekends in college football where the matchups were just awful. You're strolling through, you know, all the rankings, you know, number whatever versus number whatever, and there's nothing. So there were zero uh, top twenty-five teams playing each other. Zero, yeah. nothing. They all played their tough games in the first week. Man. Right. Well, half of them, and some, some of them cupcakes. had a some of them had a you know a little cupcake schedule for the first two weeks. However, that often sets the table for some awesome, awesome games because you know what? One of those big dogs will go down. It's just a matter of who. You watched college football I watched last weekend? Zippy. No well, games. Oh, I watched you're half watching, the JMU game. Yeah, you're watching uh, Division I AA Central Duke it out. State game. Man, the that's JMU a matchup right there. points on that. Hey, you know, college game day was down in Harrisonburg yeah, just last yeah. year. The Spiders. Anyway, 
And they just beat up on UVA. I want Zippy. I want well, Zippy. okay, just 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 one thing. Uh, Central Michigan beating Oklahoma State in a very controversial last play. So the last two plays of the game. Well, okay, well the last play, the last play of the game. Central Michigan. It's a hail mary. Bombs it down the field. Wide receiver catches it while laying out. He's gonna go down, so he flips it. To the other wide receiver who shouldn't have been there in the first place. He admitted after the game that he completely ran the wrong route and he just got flipped the ball out of nowhere, caught it, ran across the field into the end zone. Central Michigan wins as time goes out. Now, the play before that is where all the, you know, S hits the fan. Okay, so the play before that, grounding penalty. Within a certain amount of time, there should not be a there should not be a play after that. Okay, quarterback grounds the ball in order to end it to have some time left on the clock. Okay. 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 Refs let it go on anyway. These refs, by the way, were suspended, so they're not calling any games this really, week. Really, really suspended. Wow. <laughs> now, here's the thing, though. If you're Oklahoma State, should you have even been there in the first place? No, of course of not. Of course not. You should be up on freaking Central Michigan, for goodness sake. However, it's interesting, you know, you just you, you suspend the refs and... Do you push and, up this? Well, so, so Okie State says, you know, we're not playing, we're not playing any, any game without Big 12 refs. We're not going to do it at all. Like Big 12 refs have never freaking made a mistake before. I don't know. It's just anyway. It was an awesome story. It was an awesome last play. That those are those are those are the games to watch. That's why those weekends, those weeks in college football. That's why they exist. Those horrible matchup weeks. You know what? You're gonna have a good game in there somewhere. You might have to look for it a little bit. Um, other things. Other things in college football that we talked about for our weekend appetizer. Virginia Tech. Uh, University of Tennessee at Bristol yeah. Motor Speedway. Yeah. Record 156,000 people. Yeah. And, man, they showed an overhead shot every chance every chance they had. After <laughs> after every play, it was... How bad were those seats? I, I don't know about I never heard anything about <laughs> You couldn't pay me to go there. So, I mean, they were sitting like a mile and a half away. It's, it's, a drinking, it's a drinking scene. Yeah, whatever. It was just one of those, yeah, I, I was there things. Yeah, not for me. Uh, Tennessee ended up beating up Tech pretty good. Good. Uh, college football this week. What do you got? I I think there's three games. Three games. Three games. And I know I saw you had uh, Miami App State, and I laughed out loud when, well, when I saw that. Okay, well, that's seat. because I had a sound. I thought I had a sound bite that said, I thought hurricane season was over from Little Pineapple Express, but I didn't. But I laughed out loud when I was writing this thing up. When I saw Miami App State, I was like, are you kidding me? Of all the games. Well, I had other games, Scott. Of all the games that are going on this weekend, I can only, I only had to chop it down to three. I mean, the most interesting one um, is Bama Ole Miss. Sure. Number one. You know, Ole Miss is looking for their third straight win against Bama. Mm-hmm. Bama's made the college football playoff the last two years, mm-hmm. even, with that, even with losing. So get that. I think Bama... If they lose to Ole Miss, still have a chance to get in the college football playoff. Ole Miss does not if they lose to Bama. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. So I think that's interesting. Is So th- so theoretically, are we saying if Alabama, if that's Ole Miss's only loss? 
Yeah, yeah, they go ten and one or eleven and one, wherever they go. Eleven and one in the SEC championship. Eleven and one in their and their one loss is Alabama. I think they have a really good shot uh, at. Maybe I'll disagree it with you depends. there. I think they're going to lose to more teams. It all depends. I mean, I don't think Chad Kelly is as good as he thinks he is. Um, but anyway, let's keep going. That's actually interesting. I'll, I got to make a note of that, and we'll we'll talk about that when rankings actually matter in October. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, OSU. Versus OU at Oklahoma. So Ohio State at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. It's three versus 14. Yeah. Baker Mayfield, baby. Now, this could kill um, Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma has a lot to lose here. Um, I think OSU has a really tough schedule. I, I don't see them winning out, or I see them losing two games this year for some reason. And they still have to play Wisconsin, Michigan State, and Michigan. Now, that's tough. Um, they're playing at Oklahoma, obviously, this week. You don't think Baker Mayfield is going to lead them, lead them into the black? Mm, I like Baker Mayfield. I do. But I don't know. I, I don't know. This is this is a coin flip, I think. I think I don't know if OSU is as good as people people say they are. But what, what, do, you, what do you think? I, again, I'm not, big, I, I'm not a big – I'm not a big – you know, looking at, I know we're not really talking about rankings. However, yeah. you, you know, ga- games at this point in the season, I mean, they matter. Obviously, you got to stack up all the W's that you can, but it's just a shame that we can't appreciate that until, you know, again November when when things start to get start to get dicey. Um, I mean, it, you know, you could literally say it's a must win every single week for every single team, no matter what. It's going to be a great game to watch, regardless. That's, I mean, that's what I think. So the number one game I think of this weekend, and I, I could be disagreed with, but it's Florida State versus Louisville. Sure, absolutely. I think that's the most intriguing game. That's game day is coming to us uh, from there. They're no? going to Louisville. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I didn't know that, but yeah, it's it's at Louisville. Um, we got Action Jackson leading the helm at Louisville. Mm-hmm. Against old Francois. Francois. For four state, Francois. Yeah, I had to look up how that was named. Yeah, well, a little French, little French Canadian. That was before the season. I was like, "Who is this guy?" Yeah, I didn't want to say it wrong. Yeah, following the following the crab thief. You um, know, Action Jackson is got to be early favorite for Heisman. Early favorite. Yeah, you had you had some interesting. So Francois versus Jackson, but then you got to consider uh, McCaffrey. Well, sure. You yeah, got to consider Deshaun Watson. One game. Oh, I'm just saying the the early front runner. We're seeing a Heisman matchup potentially yeah. this week, Ch- which Jax. is that's really they, really cool. People start opening up and and really separating themselves. Um, that's really interesting. Yeah, that's the game to watch. But that's is that a prime time game or is that a 3 p.m. That's what bugs me. Sometimes they put these games at such awful awful yeah. times. We got a lot of things to do on Saturday anyway, so. Sure, that is true. Uh, one last college football uh, little factoid to keep up with. Uh, all the and you'll like this one. I don't know if you heard the stat. No. All of these service academies are two and zero since the first time, the first awesome. time since nineteen ninety six. That's pretty special. Um, awesome. And so to keep so so to keep this actually cracked me up to keep up with that. So so Navy plays Tulane this week. 
uh, Army plays University of Texas at El Paso, hey, which I had, so I saw U T E P and I had to look it up. I was like, "What in the heck is if that?" An Army to be two and zero, that's a win right there. That's great. Uh, Air Air Force is a bye week, so it'd be you know Army and Army and Navy win this week, and then Air Force not playing a game it just ruins it, like Air something Force else, always does. Something else, but that's but that's pretty special. And and over oh. and so they got that two and zero, you know, over the September eleventh weekend. And that was kind of, I mean, that was that was something. That was a cool, and we could have segued that better with uh, watch out Navy, with you know, with uh, with the Pittsburgh with Alejandro Villanueva. But ah, no worries. but I wanted I wanted to make sure to make sure we threw that in there. No worries. So we're back for our world famous weekend appetizer, Scott. What are gonna What are we gonna be analyzing next oh, Thursday? You stole my question. See, that's that's a great question. Um, we're gonna be talking about the skins again. We're gonna be Dallas. talking about the skins. We're skins play Dallas. Stupid controversy. Once we lose to the skin, or once we lose to the Cowboys this week. Well, it's gonna be so. So okay. Somehow, so so the headlines will say. Fire. Yeah, Redskins Red, be burning. Right, Redskins lose to a mediocre rookie quarterback. Which mediocre rookie quarterback and, and Dak, and Dak horrible, Prescott. Horrible luck against. Correct. However, we're going to be talking about it next week, so I think we're right on the money with Skins versus Dallas. Of course. Uh, playing at one o'clock at, in Landover, one. Maryland. Numero uno. Um, I think the next thing I would like to talk about again, sort of a cookie. However. It's the AL playoff race. O's play Tampa Bay, a uh, little four-game series, and it's a good it's a good team for the O's to beat up on. They're eleven and four against them this season, and 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 I think they I think they can take control of the AL East after this week, and I think we'll be talking about that. Well, you're talking like a confident Orioles fan. I don't think that's what I'm going to be watching this week, though. Okay, what are you watching? It's a great question. Watch some NFL, a little bit of everything. Um, when do the Skins play on Sunday? One o'clock. One o'clock. So that's a that's a watchable game. Gotta watch that. Um, obviously, college football. Uh, watch out for those service academies. Oh god. Um, gotta watch out for the service academies. Those are always interesting games. Yeah, yeah. So we got service academy, Skins game, and. The Orioles. Well, it's not the Orioles. It's the AL race, and I think the Orioles are going to take charge of the AL East. So that's all we got. Then we wrap it up. I think. Should should we wrap it up? uh, What we wrap it up with? Give me, give me a sound bite. Give me a sound bite. Okay, so I give me your best sound bite. Okay, I know you've been waiting to say Scotty doesn't know. Okay, Um, Scotty knew everything. I think I think Scotty doesn't know what we're gonna be. I don't think Scotty knows what we're gonna be. I don't think he knows what we're gonna be analyzing next week. In which case, I'm gonna play. Get out of here. You suck. <laughs> this is what we're going to wrap up with, <laughs> at least this week. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. My name is Sean. Two, and I'm Scott.
Perpetual Sports Talk, Episode 2. Cheers. Cheers.